health information from experts, supported by research. From University of Utah Health, this is thescoperadio.com. Zoster, you may have never heard of that, but you've probably heard of its more common name, which is shingles. And if you know somebody who's had shingles, you know you're going to want to avoid it. Luckily, there's an effective vaccine for shingles. Dr. Tom Miller is going to help us better understand shingles and if getting the vaccine is something that you should consider. And you also might want to listen if you've already had the shingle shot because you might want to consider getting another one. Dr. Tom Miller, first of all, what is it like to have shingles? Like if you see a patient with the most extreme case of shingles, what does that look like? Well, the most extreme case of shingles is very painful. So basically, it starts out as a blistering rash on one side of your body. And that also can be um, associated with quite a bit of pain. The problem is in very severe cases, and especially as we get older, as the rash resolves, the pain doesn't go away and it can last for a very long time. So a smaller percentage of folks end up with chronic pain, but this is pain that is very difficult to treat. And so the vaccination will help prevent this. Yeah. And we call this post-herpetic neuralgia, this very difficult pain. And uh, again, the vaccine has a very good track record in terms of preventing this type of pain and preventing shingles, which is the blistering rash. So that's the extreme case. You get this pain that will continue even after the rash goes away. It's not enjoyable at all. Is that kind of the, the, what happens most often or what kind of normally No, most of the time, and especially uh, if zoster shingles occurs in uh, younger individuals, you get the blistering rash and some pain associated with that, and it generally goes away without long-term complications. Probably because our immune system gets a little weaker as we get older. Um, there's a higher percentage of people that develop post-herpetic neuralgia. It's that very, very difficult pain. I've had a patient in the past that um, developed this and couldn't wear a shirt for a year because it was so painful. Oh, that's enough to make me want to get the shot, just the thought that maybe that could happen. Right. right. I should yeah. state that we should state that... Um, that shingles, otherwise known as zoster, basically is recurrent chickenpox. So if you have chickenpox as a kid, um, it never goes away. It just goes and hides in your spinal column, parts of your, your spinal cord. And um, for reasons that are not entirely clear, in a percentage of people, it will come out in a specific area along one side of your body in general. Could be the ribs, could be the face, could be the leg. And it's, it's a blistering rash and it can usually, it usually clears up in about a week to 10 days. Okay. Except in those cases where the pain is persistent. Sure. So if I didn't get chicken pox, then I'm good. The issue with that is most people don't remember they had chicken pox when they were kids. Now for those kids who are much younger than us, they have probably been vaccinated or a number of children have now been vaccinated against chicken pox. And so the question is, will they develop chickenpox or can they catch chickenpox later in life? Probably not, but they're protected. So we should see less zoster in the future Okay. as this group of individuals who were vaccinated when they were younger gets older. All right. So that brings up my next question. Who should consider getting this vaccine? Well, the newer vaccine, which has been around now for about five, six years, is called Shingrix and it's a two-shot series. And... It uh, is recommended that you start that at the age, you get that one time at the age of 50. You get the first shot and then the second shot is a couple of months later. Unlike the first vaccine, which is an, a live vaccine, this is an antigenic vaccine. And there's about a 10% risk that you could have a flu-like symptom for 36 hours and another 10% risk that you'd have injection site pain for a day or two. Other than that, it's quite safe and can be taken by folks who are immunocompromised 
the older vaccine, you could not do that. Okay. So somebody turns 50, they should consider getting Shingrix. They should, and anytime thereafter. All right. Are there people that are under 50 that should consider the vaccine, such as immunocompromised individuals? Yes. And is there an age kind of range on that or just? No, I mean, if an individual does have an immunocompromising illness, then it would be up to their physician to talk to them about the types of vaccines that they would need to prevent not only shingles, but other viral problems, All right. viral infections. If somebody um, didn't get the vaccine and they ended up with symptoms, say somebody was... Developed shingles? Yeah, exactly. Uh, is there anything they can do about it at that point or they just have to ride that out? Pretty much have to ride it out. You know, there are topicals, there are, you know, you can take the standard over-the-counter medications to reduce pain, but none of those are very effective. And again, fortunately, most cases of shingles are not terribly bad. And yeah. They resolve without the posterpedic neuralgia or chronic pain. And the effectiveness of the vaccine, how effective is it? It's very effective. It's highly effective. But after the second shot, it's over 90% okay. in preventing shingles. And so for that 10% that might still get shingles after they got the shot, uh, does the shot help reduce the severity of those symptoms? It does. That's a very good question. So if you do develop shingles, the chance of herpetic neuralgia, the chronic pain is much reduced. All right. If and you've had the vaccine. I've heard as you get older, is this true as you get older? So say I get the two shots at 50 and as I get older, the, um, my resistance will continue to decrease after the shot or does it stay pretty much at that 90%? It would decrease some over time. I would say that the older vaccine, which was called Zostervax, was not as robust as the newer Shingrix vaccine. And so the durability of the vaccine's effect is much longer lasting with this newer vaccine. All right. So somebody who has not had Shingrix should consider getting it, even if they had the old vaccine. That is the recommendation. Yeah. And then are there boosters when I get older, like it's 70, 80, 90 or no? Not recommended at this time. Okay, great. And is this one of those preventative measures that's covered by insurance or Medicare? So the cost of this vaccine in total, the two shots, is over $200. And so it depends on your insurance coverage. Many people uh, age 50 up to 65 have commercial insurance or other types of insurance or perhaps would want to pay out of pocket for that, though that's a big expense. And then Medicare does cover this shot, Part D. You did talk about some of the uh, side effects of getting the vaccine. Like with any vaccine, there's a possibility that you might get some pain in the arm or you might get some fever or something like that. I've heard some instances of people having pretty extreme reactions, like for a day feeling like they have the flu. While 10% of individuals will develop a flu-like symptom, you know, they might have a fever, malaise, just feel badly. It only lasts for about 36 hours. And it, you can have uh, injection site pain that lasts for, you know, a couple of days. But this is inferior to the pain that you would develop if you have herpes uh, zoster that uh, basically turns into to posterpedic neuralgia. That's very, very, very painful and very difficult to treat. Dr. Miller, do you recommend that patients see their doctor before getting the vaccine? Or is this just one of those kind of things that I could go into a pharmacy and get the two Shingrix shots? You can either get it at your doctor's office if they have it, or you can get it at most pharmacies. All right. And is this a conversation I should have with my doctor first or? Or the pharmacist. Okay. The pharmacist could help me as well. Absolutely. Like yeah. Maybe they're, they're well aware of the side effects and the potential benefits. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.